0: Hello, friends. Let's go over our executive producers for this show. We're going to talk about M5M or mainstream media. And as it relates to this case, we've been going over the University of Idaho murders. The Executive producers for the show are Lady Upstate housewife lady robin Mozart. thank you very much if you're interested in becoming an executive producer for this show for donation of twenty dollars or more you become the executive producer for the next show and there is a cash app link uh in the comment section of every show we do and you can also do a super sticker or you could do a super thanks so thank you guys very much let's go ahead and start My name is Jerry Adams and you're listening to or you're watching Midnight Radio. I'd like to wish a happy new year. Happy New Year's Day to everybody listening out there today, both on YouTube, on the live stream, on our website, MidnightRed.io. I'd like to thank all of you guys. All of you guys have sent us a lot of information. We've cleared some things up. Matter of fact, I put a community post out last night that dealt with the white Hyundai Elantra. I want to see a show of hands in the chat room of how many people think that it wasn't a white Hyundai Elantra still or that you heard it wasn't. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I just want to know what you heard and where you heard it from. That's all. I'm amazed at the amount of mixed messaging going around. And I think some of it's intentional. Well, let's go over that right now. That's the first thing I want to go over. Let me go ahead and pull that up. I'm going to open up the phone lines in the second half of the show. There are some video clips I want to get over. don't have anything for Banfield, so I know you guys are looking forward to that. Let me go ahead and go on our YouTube. While I'm doing that and pulling up that article from CNN talking about the white Hyundai Elantra, just want to let you guys know about the memberships that are available now. I told you guys it would be available in the first, and it is. There's three tiers. The first tier is level one. You're a midnight supporter if you're just interested and supporting this channel, and you don't want anything else. You can do that. That's two ninety nine. Second level is a midnighter. That's four ninety nine, and that gives you uh, video, uh, exclusive member videos, exclusive member streams, and access to the Discord server where we talk about true crimes. And the reason why the Discord server is important, and I'm going to put this up right here, is because there are certain things that I don't want to put out too early you know what I mean it might be a little too controversial I might need to check it a little bit but I want to be able to share it and go over the things with you guys and to me that's the value of having the discord now I'm not putting anything on discord and telling you guys to go to discord um it's not anything that is against the youtube terms of service that's not my point but these are things before they've been hashed out before they've been checked and really that's my point you see such things as some of the things that were said in the 4chan comments some of those those aren't things that I feel comfortable sharing or propagating here before they're checked out and that's something that I'd share there um, other information I have about the suspect nothing burger Nose, different things like that um, so if you're on level 2 you have access to that that's 499 and you get a free you get a stream and a, a video. Now these these videos they don't take away from our normal streams. And then there's the third level, that's for the writing class. You get everything before that plus the writing class video and stream once a month. You're gonna get that. So moving on with this, I heard from the Moscow PD and I confirmed it from a major news source. It was a white Hyundai Elantra. We all heard that together when we watched the press conference. And some of you guys were telling me it was a Kia. I'm like, well, okay. Somebody told me, well, this channel uh, on YouTube told me this. I'm like, well, okay. Again, I don't think anything bad of you, and I don't think there's you're wrong or anything. I just take that information and hold on to it, put a pin in it, and then I got this breaking last night. I'm like, oh, i got to share this with you guys. Check the link below. Where's the link? Hmm. Let's restart this. The link disappeared. Thank you, YouTube. Read more. There's the link. Okay. Let's check this out. I want to get on the same page like this because for this, for all of us, because for me, this reminds me of the Jack situation. You know, Jack S. was at the food truck. Law enforcement always says Jack was in the food truck we verified that jack was in the food trump truck to me it's like when we verified that we verified that i need to fix this microphone level hold on testing 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 test 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 we verified that it was jack has the food truck the police talked about it also we verified there was blood it was actually blood that was coming down the house and that was verified and People came at me. I'm not you guys, just some struggler, straggler that wandered in, some uh, low-level, low-ranking, jack-and-smacking, butterscotch and drop shipper that came in and said I was wrong and I was horrible and I hate free speech and all kinds of things. That always brings to free speech. Anyway, want to get on the same page. How can
1: we do that?
2: A CALL TO THE PUBLIC. AUTHORITIES IN NEED OF ANY INFORMATION REGARDING BRIAN KOBERGER.
1: WE STILL ASK IS is FOR PEOPLE TO CONTINUALLY SEND US THINGS IN THE TIP um, LINE.
2: HIS DNA AND WHITE Hyundai Elantra LINKING HIM TO THE CASE, ACCORDING TO TWO LAW ENFORCEMENT SOURCES BRIEFED ON THE INVESTIGATION. BUT MORE EVIDENCE IS NEEDED FOR A SUCCESSFUL PROSECUTION.
1: We are still looking for more information. We're still trying to build that picture, just like we have stated all along. Um, We're putting all the pieces together, and that will help. Brian Koberger.
2: The 28-year-old graduated in May from DeSales University in Pennsylvania with a master's in criminal justice.
3: It's someone who has been delving into the innermost sanctums of criminal thinking who is now accused of a particularly horrific crime.
2: In Reddit post removed after the arrest was made public, a student investigator named Brian Koberger sought participation in a research project associated with a DeSales University study. It was to understand how emotions and psychological traits influence decision-making when committing a crime. The Post said the study sought to understand the story behind your most recent criminal offense with an emphasis on your thoughts and feelings throughout your experience. Most recently, he was a graduate student at Washington State University's Department of...
0: Some of you guys are thinking, Jerry, we know all this. We went over it. That's right. That goes back to my point about the mainstream media being late. Uh, we got this breaking news after we found out about his arrest. We already had all this information. And we were able to go live with it right then. And they want to attack the cyber sleuths. They want to Criminal justice
2: guys. and criminology. I'm not at all surprised, although really disheartened, to find out that this suspect
3: is a Ph.D. student in criminology at Washington State University. From the outset,
2: we had to understand that this was an organized killer. He was studying and living in Pullman, Washington, just a few miles from the crime scene. Police searched his university residence Friday morning. This is a smart guy who's obsessed with crime. He was arrested early Friday morning, giving law enforcement a clear focus for their investigation.
1: This is not an ending, but rather a new beginning.
2: Camila Bernal joins us now. So Camila, Washington State University also released a statement tonight. What did they say? Well, Pam, the chancellor of the...
0: This is something that bothers me about mainstream media. And for the, those of you, there's some that don't like me interrupting the newscast, but I have to do that because of fair use policy. So there's that. But there's a full link down below so you can enjoy you Don't even watch the show. If you don't like me talking, don't even watch the show. There's links down there so you can watch the whole thing without me talking. Just go over all over the stories yourself. But here's one thing they do that bothers me. It be like me getting somebody up here. Like a random person calling me. Somebody named Larry. Hey, Larry. And introducing him like he's an expert about the subject I just happen to be talking about. These people they talk about, they're just getting their opinions. And most of the time... While some of the time they are professionals, they're not professionals in the field that they're asking them about. And uh, Ashley Banfield is the worst about that. She'll interview somebody that used to work for the FBI like 20 years ago and asking their opinion on a current case that they hadn't even been watching.
2: University saying they are shaken, that the entire region is shaken by this crime, saying they will long feel the loss for these students and added that she hopes this will be the beginning of a healing process. Now, in terms of the investigation, the university confirming that they helped in terms of the university police execute the search warrant. There were two of them, one to his apartment, the other to his office. They were both on campus So the university saying that they will continue to assist law enforcement in any way possible. And and finally, Pam, confirming that just this month, the suspect finished his first semester. He was a Ph.D. student in the criminal justice program. And again, he finished that semester just this month, Pam.
0: I thought they were supposed to say suspect. Well, really a terrifying. Ad- Somebody told me that that's what happens. I, I guess that's not the case. Nevertheless, um... Yeah, why don't you guys call me later when I open up the phone line and just tell me your name is Larry and I'm going to interview you like you just happen to be an expert about what I'm talking about. I'll show you how it's done. We'll get through this. Uh, wow. I just want to say hello to our new members we have in chat here. Uh, we have Wendy. She's a midnighter. That's awesome. Like to say hello to Echo. She's a midnight rider. Oh, awesome. David McCurley is a Midnight Rider. Oh, great. Liz is a Midnight Rider. Jenna is a Midnighter. Uh, Haley Lua. Loya is a Midnight Supporter. Larry, I mean Sandy, is a Midnight Supporter. I'd like to thank you guys very much, very much. You now have a bowl of Fruit Loops. Enjoy. Enjoy the Fruit Loops. That's what you get, Fruit Loops. We got a new man, we got Phil, hello Phil, welcome to chat. All right, I need your help guys, two things, one with the production of this show, and the other thing is about some of the wild ass speculations I'm about to talk to you about and we need to figure, figure out if these are true or not, together I might need you guys to help feed me links, so here we go. The first thing I need you to do, there's Wendell, Wendell can be in charge of this. What we need is, I need is. I need somebody to volunteer to make timestamps of the different things we talk about in these shows. You know what I mean? Perhaps somebody watches it after after the fact and they look at it and they just write the timestamp there in the chat and what it is. Like say we're talking about wild ass speculations in this part, or perhaps people don't like the opening, so we can start after the opening, right when we're talking about. Talking about it, something like that. And the second one, hello, true crime. Let's see. And the second thing I need is you guys... To tell me if you heard about this.
4: And after that break in the Idaho murders, 28-year-old Brian Koberger arrested on Friday morning at a home 50 miles outside of Scranton, Pennsylvania. That alleged killer being held now in Monroe County on suicide watch while waiting for extradition. In a News Nation exclusive, while in custody, Koberger asked if anyone else had been arrested. He now faces four counts of first-degree murder and a felony burglary charge in connection with the brutal November stabbings. Those victims, Kayla. Gonzalez, Madison Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin were stabbed to death in their sleep nearly two months ago. Now, News Nation just spoke with Moscow's police chief a few hours ago. He says they have their primary suspect and the white car they've been looking for. News Nation's Brian Edton joining us live from Pennsylvania at the house where Koberger was arrested. Brian.
5: Natasha, the working theory right now seems to be that he acted alone in all of this. What is so crazy is that all of this started in Idaho, and now we are on the other side of the country, in Pennsylvania, outside the Monroe County Jail. That's the building behind me uh, where the suspect is being held right now. And what is absolutely chilling uh, is we have learned that he was majoring in criminology. Brian Koberger, accused of stabbing four University of Idaho students to death, will not fight his extradition back to Idaho, according to his public defender, who also said Koberger is, quote,
0: Hold on a second. Somebody in the chat room says something important, so I'm going to read this to you, and I'll tell you why it's important. I read, this is from Phil, I read something very interesting. Zanna and Maddie both worked at a place that served regular food and vegan food also. Is that the connection, how he actually met them? That's That actually... All this is going to be old news, but it's new to them, right? Mainstream media. Uh, some people it might be new, but this isn't new. We got a report from a bartender um, that we're going to go over in a minute talking about how Brian was a, a semi-regular there and he had a lot of problems there. So, yes, he was social. He was active in social media. We're going to go over that tonight
5: eager to be exonerated
0: of these charges. Oh, is that He's eager to be exonerated of these charges. And he is waiving his extradition so he's saying that he wants to go there to Idaho to clear his name. That's new. That's breaking news right there. That's important we we're talking about that last night.
5: I'm a reporter. No one answered when I went to the house where the 28-year-old was arrested in Monroe County, Pennsylvania. The front window was broken with duct tape covering the door after it may have been busted out when the FBI moved in. Sources tell News Nation when Koberger was in custody, he asked if anyone else was arrested, and that he had a quiet, blank stare. Koberger was getting his PhD in criminal justice at Washington State University in Pullman, Washington, just a fifteen minute drive from Moscow, Idaho, where the murders happened. Before moving to Washington, he grew up and studied in Pennsylvania.
6: Brian
0: All right. Uh, they keep showing that one one footage. All right. Is his attorney after this commercial? Out of all the news agencies, CNN is the worst. I hate to say that, and I'll tell you why. So, us YouTubers have like an under uh, understanding with.
2: Oh, to the public, authorities in need of any information regarding Brian Koberger.
1: We still ask is is for people to continually send
2: sources briefed on the investigation, but more evidence is needed for a successful prosecution.
1: We are still looking for more information. We're still trying to build that picture, just like we have stated all along. Um, we're putting all the pieces together.
0: I got more information uh, than this. Hold on. I'm going to go over with you guys. I heard that they, while they do have DNA, the DNA that they got, they matched with 23andMe, so they didn't have it in... Um, the FBI database. So that was interesting.
1: There, and that will help. Brian
2: Koberger, the 28 year old graduated in Maine criminal, accused of a particularly horrific crime in Reddit post, removed after the arrest was made.
0: This is an exact copy. All right, let's talk about the brewery. All right. And we were talking about the connection between meeting them at a place where they work, the Mad Greek, where they. Also serve vegan food. Maybe they met him there. Maybe they did meet him there. Also, I got reports that that night that Brian was in Moscow, his father was there also. Have you guys heard that? I need we need more verification on that. Suspect in Idaho Killings made creepy comments. Said he made creeping, inappropriate comments to women at a Pennsylvania brewery. Under his breath, uh, he said the exchanges happened over a month ago. The owner of Seven Sirens Brewing Company in Bethleh- Bethlehem, Bethlehem, said Bicknose asked women on staff or customers who they were at the brewery with, while they where they lived and what their work schedule was. So going back to what Phil said when he first came in, he said maybe they met him at the Mad Greek. If he, met, if he met Kaylee and Maddie at the Mad Greek, maybe he asked them the same thing. Maybe this was the connection. There's a lot of you that have been wondering if him following them on social media was true. Um, that's verified now that he was following them, and he's following them, way before the murders. So he had been following them. So I don't know when. You can check that by the way back machine, by the way, for those of you that are wondering, how how do you know? No. So when did he meet them is a question. How long ago? How much planning went into this? Who was his main focus? Was it, was it Kaylee? I'm thinking, I'm thinking it might be Kaylee because There's some of the information I can't share. I don't feel comfortable sharing from one of the 4chan posts. But if it was her and he was following her on, let's see, he was following her on Instagram, and she was also selling a vehicle, and on, on there she told her what her address was and that she was leaving. So the information could have been obtained through there. Again, all this, we're, gonna, we're just speculating. For those of you that are new, this is a channel, and it's produced by the viewers. And we bring all of our information together through the form of email and a Discord that's going to be opening up soon. And we take all these wild ass speculations, WAS, wild ass theories, WATs, and we bring them together. A lot of times, it's just like a gathering place where you have all these things. And later, when you find out the real information, you compare them. And that's where we're at here. So him being at this brewery, I do think this is important. I do see a connection, and this is for people like us that don't have all the information the police have. So he stopped. Well, this is interesting. Oh, this is a lame article. This one's better. So after the first time, he looked in there, and he saw the complaints that were filed against him and because he was running the cash register. He saw Brian there. Then he went up to him, in of him, confronted front of him, and he said, Hey, Brian, welcome back. You know, we appreciate you coming back. I just wanted to talk with you real quick and make sure that you're going to be respectful this time. But we're not going to have any issues. He said that Brian, uh, or Bicknose, Nothing Burger, was startled. He was shocked that I was saying that. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. You totally have me confused. And uh, Nothing Burger never showed up at the bar again. And the owner didn't hear about him until he was taken into custody by Pennsylvania State Police on Friday morning, more than 2,000 miles away from November 13th. And yes, I, I realize that some of you guys are way advanced in everything I'm sharing with you tonight, and this is all old news for you, but for some of you it's not. But it is a lot of information in one place, you got to admit that, you at least have to admit that. Are you ready for some dessert now? Um, I got a email right here. I'm going to go over it, and I'm going to ask you guys what you think about it. I'm going to go ahead, and I got a lot more to go over regarding this. Um, and what I'm about to go over from this point goes into the more wilder speculations, more wilder things. For sure. But I want to read this email first because I'm not sure what the hell she's saying. And I think some of you might agree with her. I don't know. This is Susan A. Hello, Susan A. Wave, wave hello to Susan A, everybody. She's in the chat room. I'm not sure what she's talking about here. It says, first and foremost, thank you for taking my call the other night. I'm apprehensive about Rehashing it, but I keep thinking, Nothing Burger's legal team has a nearly impossible road ahead due to some of the points I made, or at least tried to make. Hopefully, this email won't be taken as a disagreement, just using it as a guide in my thought process. And then I thought, you know, I'm not going to answer every time I read something, but I want to say this. I'm reading this because I want to know what you guys think about this topic, or if you know what the topic is. And I don't think we're in disagreement because I didn't have a point. I don't have a point. I just go over what you guys give me. But I think there might be one thing. So correct me if I'm wrong. I said, since this case has drawn so much attention from a ton of YouTube channels and comments on social media, Nothing has already been convicted in the court of public opinion. And I don't believe he has a good chance at a fair trial. Despite the fact I feel strongly we should keep in mind innocent until proven guilty. Here's the part I hesitated to include, as I don't know how you'll receive it. To be clear, I'm not trying to attack your POV. Susan, I'm not sure what my POV you're referring to is. Uh, I respect what everyone has to say. It's part of why I enjoy the channel. From my recollection, you responded, nothing you or any of these channels were saying would make much of a difference on Kohlberger's fate in regard to the jury. And soon enough, another case will come along and MSM and the other channels would move on. I agree somewhat. I think my point on that one, though, was that I was talking about the Jacks. Jack S and Jack D. You guys are lost. I'm reading an email. So Jack S and Jack D, I feel like they... They had 15 minutes of infamy, but now that Brian Kay is arrested, I don't think, I think it's pretty much over for them. I don't think anybody on social media is attacking them anymore other than the traumatic thing that happened. I think they're going to be okay. Can you have an opinion when you don't know the evidence? Well, you can have an opinion about if... Well, yeah, everybody can have (laughs) an opinion. You can have a horrible opinion. Anyway, let me go on. Uh, And and I want to say, no, this isn't against Susan A. Um, She's a really good sport. That's the only reason I'm reading this. And I think it brings up some good points. The thing is, I keep wondering if the damage has already been done. And by that, I mean I think it's possibly plenty of viewers and potential jurors on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, TikTok, who have been swayed into believing he's guilty without hearing all the evidence. Case closed. Earmuffs. Good points. Admittedly, even though I'm trying to keep an open mind, I don't disagree. He's probably guilty as hell. But at the very least, I'd like to see the PC affidavit. I myself have been sucked into channels that moved on, but in a different way. Now questioning and investigating why he did it. Again, a foregone conclusion. Like I said, I think it's great people are theorizing, honestly, it's interesting and like nothing I've seen before. I no longer feel so macabre, knowing I'm not the only one who, watches the enti- who watched the entire O.J. Simpson trial as a kid, a very young one, although I think my parents are still a bit perplexed. I remember the O.J. Simpson trial. The thrill for us, as we were children watching it, was the slow-speed chase. My dad thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever seen in his life he called it OJ on the run. Okay, so here's something else I started thinking about. Sorry it took me so long to get here. Does anyone think a town of 25,000 mostly made up of transients will forget about a quadruple murder? The first in 7 years. That took the lives of those beautiful young people in the same in the prime of their lives, especially since the media, which include several YouTube channels, descending on their town for over a month. That's pretty memorable. With so little information, I'm willing to bet a lot of these residents scoured the internet for anything, including misleading YouTube channels. Hell, I'm guilty of it, and I don't even live there. Additional point, if you managed to get the trial moved, a lot of parents sent their kids to school at the University of Idaho, and now Washington State University. Maybe this colored their views in a similar way. That's a rhetorical question, by the way. Since then, I've received more supportive responses on YouTube regarding my old comments about innocent until proven guilty, instead of the hateful crap that came in the other day. I should have had my own special. I suppose what I'm trying to say, God, I hope there's a point to all this, I don't think this is going away so easily, and sadly, social media is creeping into the justice system more and more, to the point it's drawing out protests and maybe even scaring a jury into voting guilty for they fear they may be skewered on YouTube or some new type of social media implanted into our brains made for moon rocks. Anyway, happy new year. Don't forget to start collecting those voicemails. You're absolutely right. No, no, you shouldn't just call Susan. No, no, not yet. Not yet. <clears throat> I read it. Cause it was a great email. You're going to start writing in calves. Why did I misspell? All right, now I'm reading the chat. What did I miss? Okay, so here's my point. The phone line is not open. Before before I open the phone lines, I'm about to. She made some very good points here, and she's a good sport. So here's my not, here's my point. Now here's my questions because I don't have points. I have, I have more questions than I ever have points. Do you? So, are we saying, is she saying, are we thinking that there's no way for this man to ever get a fair trial? Do you guys want your own copy of this email? If that's okay with Susan, I'll put it there so you guys can read it later. Hold on a second. Some people think that nothing we say on YouTube will impact the trial. This is a hard thing to talk about because we are seeing, we are the, okay, YouTube is where the majority of people get their information now. I've seen the demographics. Put in Discord if she approves, okay. Okay. So I just, you know, hold on a second. I really wanted to know that. What do you, what do you guys think about that? He committed himself to be guilty. Uh, she's not, Susan's not wrong in any shape of the word. Are people considered innocent until proven guilty? Absolutely. Uh, The point is not the email or how well it was read. It's a great email. The point are the points in it. Basically, I see two points. One is, well, really, there's one point. Or you have the point of innocent until proven guilty. There's actually no point. To me, it's just more questions, right? Are these the questions that everybody's thinking? They're thinking... Okay, so he can't get a fair trial. So what, am I, what are we supposed to do about that? Can there be something done about that? He, I, I don't think he could get a fair tr- trial in Ireland. Do you think so, Liz? I, I don't think, Laura, I don't think he can get a fair trial in Ireland or the UK at this point. I don't know where he could go unless he, like, went to India. I really don't think it's topping news in India. But I know it is in um, Germany and... Uh, Romania is also big in Romania and Luxembourg. So what could be done? Uh, now, there is a jury selection process it is his only hope. Now, the jury selection process, they have pros- the people for the prosecution, lawyers for the defense. So they both agree together on in the jury selection process of who will serve. And you've got to ask yourself, what kind of peers, what kind of jury of his peers is, is he going to have if he's getting people that are nowhere on social media, media at all. So these are the questions. Can I bring up the statement his family has made? No, I can't unless someone sent it to me. All right, let me move along here. These are questions. And I'm going to play some more of what I got before I open up the phone lines, all right? But I want you guys to think about this. This is something one of you guys sent me from
3: One of you guys Guys I met Charlie D'Amelio check you guys. Guys
0: <laughs> Alright, this is from Kaylee. that was from Kayleigh Calvez. That was from her Instagram two weeks before the the murders. I'm not reading it right. I got a message about the email. Somebody said somebody's upset because I'm not reading it correctly. That's how I read. I'm sorry. And I don't know. Susan, if you want to come up here and talk about it, I'll let you, but I don't see anything new here that wasn't said in the previous phone call. But by all means, you can call in. or See if I have your phone number here. All right. So there is that she's talking about somebody Let me hold on. Let me play the audio again.
3: I'm at Charlie, Charlie d'amelio check.
0: Charlie <laughs> Demelio. Who is Charlie Demit uh check? Char- Charlie Emilio check. That is a question I have about that. All right, right here. Brian Koberger, this person looked, and they said that there's a Koberger Goncalves hyphenated name that spent some of their holiday time in Monroe County, Pennsylvania, of all places. So basically, they just found this name, and that's it, this hyphenated Koberger calvez All right? And they don't know anything about it. They just think that it's weird. It's an anomaly and that they were spending their holiday on, on Christmas in Pennsylvania. So it's this one hell of a coincidence. Now they got this off Facebook and I'm not going to play all this. I'm not going to play the screenshot because they went on their Facebook page and they brought that up and... I don't think that is right. I don't think that is right. But that is something I wanted to share that is very, very odd. So I'm going to bring that up. It's going to be in the show notes below for you guys to check out. And it seems odd that I bring something like that up, but uh, I was looking over some of the work of Donna Serafina recently, and I think she did a live on Sweetie Pilo tonight. They might still be live. I don't know. I didn't watch it, but she was talking about his parents owning a bread company and she related it to Cole Berger bread, which is kind of bread company. And she said that that was the way the spirits, it was all about interpreting what the spirits told her. And my point is, I'm not saying that's true. I'm not saying that's not true, but I'm saying if you look at this, you have a Cole Berger you know, Calvin's name hyphenated together, and this is legitimate. This is real, but I don't, I don't even think it's connected. But I mean, you can interpret things how you want to, many different ways. So it's just uh, something for you guys to think about. All right, this is something else to think about. All right. Because we went over this last night. I'm, I'm just going to read this. Is a crime podcast called The Ohio Killer Trying to Put Cops Off a of Scent? Friend of Brian Colberger said it is him saying he was asked by frat boys how to get away with murder. We played this last night. We played this right here last night. This story came out today. You guys told me that this podcaster, one of you guys in the chat room, I don't know who it was, you told me that. He verified that it was incorrect. Today he gave a statement that he doesn't know if it is or not. He said it was unverified. But this friend of him, who is verified to have been his friend and know him, you guys, some of you guys didn't believe it. I verified it, that she did know him, and we're going to go into that. But she's saying it was him. But then we have that other clip that we played yesterday where it had him in front of his computer, and it was reflecting him from the screen of his phone. And it looked like it might have been him. And his voice sounded the same a little bit to me. Well, she says that that was not him. She can't tell if that was him, although she's a little bit confused. So I have all that right here. Let me go over this. But let me go ahead and open the phone line. So there, the phone line's open. So if Susan wants to come in and talk about The email. She can. Phone number is 325-261-0892. If Susan hasn't already left. Again, I wasn't trying to embarrass anybody. I thought it was a good email. All right. And yeah, I am surprised he didn't unlive himself. So is this crime podcast? Let's go into this. The man accused of the horrific slaying of the students, he called a, called a podcast covering the murders. This is what his friend says. Anyway. I could read this to you. But she went to TikTok to address this. she stated that she recognized the voice of the caller in the clip Uh, let me go ahead and play her saying that because it has a link to that right here you got it way at the bottom i believe i don't know about you guys but i'm getting dizzy oh No, why don't you do this to me? They pulled it down and put pictures there instead. I'm not believing that. Okay, here it is. That's not it either. That's not it. All right. I'm going to have to move on. Um.
7: Uh, What was his character like again? um, He had anger issues. Um, I never really saw them face to face. My brother and my friend actually saw them more than I did. Um, My brother, however, has come out and said that Brian had bullied him. I had no idea. Um, and that kind of came as a shock to me. Um, he has told reporters We're that watch too. Some of these. My brother also said that he's not surprised that he would do something like this. So he might obviously, he obviously did have a deeper relationship with him than I did. Um, again, I knew him because he was friends with my brother and my friend, and that's how I became friends with him. Um, that's really all I can give you. Uh, what was his character like again? Um,
0: all right. I'm going to click on this one and I want you guys to notice what her name is.
7: Honestly, this is what disturbs me out of all of this.
0: Her name on TikTok is Casey Farts. All right. Her name on TikTok is Casey Farts. She's a woman and her name is Casey Farts. All right. Now, that's not really her name. Her name is Casey Arts, but she put the F in there to be funny, I guess. Now, there's no self-respecting, God-fearing woman that would try to... Oh, I hope that's Susan. Midnight. Call line. Who am I speaking well, to? Is that you, Larry?
6: No. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, this is Angie. It's a woman. Oh, I love that's okay. Hey, I called you like two and a half weeks ago. Do you remember me now? Yes, I do. Man, I told you I thought it was a local that went to the restaurant and saw one of those girls and got fixated on one of them. I, and that's crazy because I think that's what happened. You know, everybody says it's old news, but I thought it was two and a half weeks ago. Remember us talking?
0: You did say that.
6: Yeah, did. you yeah, say it I was did. a local? Oh, Yeah. I said, it was a local attorney, somebody, nobody even thought about or knew that saw one of those girls downtown at mad Creek and got crazy obsessed with one of them or something and ended up killing.
0: I wonder where he did meet him at. I wonder, well, if we knew when they started working there.
6: I think he went in there to eat and he saw one, you know, Kaylee was probably in there all the time. I'm thinking it was Kaylee, not Maddie, but I could be wrong. It could have been Maddie because she worked there. It was Maddie and Santa, I think, that worked there. But Kaylee did like promotions something for him was there all the time to show pictures of her on like promotions. And I think what it might have turned him down or something, maybe.
0: It looked to yeah, me like that Mar- is what was happening at the bar, so I did want to bring that up.
6: Yeah, because he asked women where they lived and everything, they said. I know. You know, like, what's your name and where do you live? Crazy, you know, questions. But I just thought that was ironic. People talking about the mad great now, you know, and I thought about that two and a half weeks ago, and I talked to you about it.
0: You absolutely did. And I'm
6: not saying I'm right or anything, but it's a possibility, you know.
0: I think it's a good possibility this time.
6: Because they said if he is vegan, they serve vegan food there, you know. But anyway, he's creepy, isn't he? Creepo.
0: He is, but.
6: I can't believe, like, he didn't even leave till December 17th. I mean, what was up with that?
0: I don't know. Um, I got some reports that his dad was there with him. Did you hear that?
6: I heard that his dad drove him home. Yeah, flew out and drove him home. And to me, that's like a little scaredy cat. Dad, I need you to come out here and help me go, you know, drive home. So I don't think his dad, he'd tell us that, hey, I murdered the four people here, you know, college students, so get me out of here.
0: No, but let's you know? look at that. So. <laughs>
6: Why does he think he can't himself?
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Let's stop and smell the flowers right now because this is an important okay. clue. All right? Right. Just you and me right here because okay. I think you're sharp. All right. So we know that his dad drove him home, okay? Yeah. But we know more than that because if his dad drove him home, he didn't drive himself there. He went with a group of people. And he missed his right. ride home. He missed his ride home. How or why, we don't know, but there's other people involved. <clears throat> Some, either before or after.
6: I'm thinking no. that he is so um, articulate that he somehow he, he manipulated someone into finding out things for him, and they didn't know what they were doing. I don't think he had an accomplice. I think he just went there and killed them himself, you know, and did all that. But I think he had help. Well, maybe that.
0: In. I agree. I don't think he had an accomplice, but I think that he went there with people, and people were around him, and they would be right. They would be able to answer more, is what I mean. And I want no. to know. Okay, yeah. well, how did you miss your ride? Where did your dad find you? And of course, where were you wearing? Were you wearing? Maybe he went to the the washing um, the laundromat down the street. There It was about a twenty minute walk away or so. Right. Did he have a change of clothes? What are the different things?
6: Right. And, uh, what's murder weapon? That's what I'm thinking. Because I don't think he'd take it with his dad being with him on my own. Well, I think it's,
0: you know what I, I think? I think
6: it's there or something.
0: You know what I think the most obvious answer for that is? And I thought about this. I think he went there with other people because they were going to watch the game or anything. And, and maybe he's like, no, nah, I'm not into the game. So they went and he didn't. Uh, don't worry, I'll catch a ride home. I think he had a duffel bag with him. I think he had a little bag with him, you know, like a little sports bag. Yeah. I think he had a, t- a right. change of clothes and a knife there. And I think when his dad picked him up, he had those bad clothes in his in his bag, and I think he had the knife in there too. And I I don't I don't know. He's he, I hate to say this, but it doesn't matter now because they caught him. But I think that knife is gone. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's. Like a shop grinder and ground it into powder where it doesn't even exist anymore.
6: Yeah, I could do have
0: done that. Something like that. I don't think they're going to find it because of his level of of uh, education and intelligence.
6: Uh, you ever watch that T. rib Since it's just me and you, right?
0: No. I I don't watch T-Rev. I really don't have time to watch many other oh traders. Oh my
6: god! With. But well, I'm that is you. the
0: one that they were telling me last night. That's where that phone call was from, from the T-Rev show.
6: They're saying allegedly, right? Yeah, he's saying. I'm thinking he could be helping. I'm thinking he could be helping the defense for this dude if he don't quit it.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah you're so. They told me that he debunked it, but he put out today that he can't verify, he doesn't know, and this is his friend who knew him, and she says, that really does sound like him.
6: Mm-hmm. He's wanting to make a lot of money, because he's a rapper. Oh, is he? Off this, yeah, and it's uh, bragging about all these media people want to interview him, and Dr. Phil wants to interview, he wants his name out there, He wants, he's a money maker.
0: Uncle Dr. Phil, They're not, and everybody's going to want to interview me, because I talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem you can see where my heart is right no, although um uh, this this is a, a really, you know good
6: I actually wanted them to to find justice for the you know the family and cats whoever did it and i really i really cried when they caught him. I was relieved because of a sad situation you know a lot of these people are just up there to make money and it's pissing me off that there's nothing you do about it, you know. I know, but yeah, I'm thinking he's going to help the defense. You know, just shut it down that, about that call and about other things.
0: How would that call? This goes into the to the email Susan that I read from Susan. That again, I read it because I thought it was good. But do you think that us talking about it, not just us but everybody, would would affect? Would help the defense that it would?
8: Yeah,
6: would, would it help the I defense I think or the YouTube-
0: would it, I'm sorry, would it help well, the defense I or think it keep him a, from getting uh, a fair trial? I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm
6: thinking it's going to confuse the hell out of the jury because everybody, oh, it was Jack D, Jack D, it was Jack S, it was Jack D, it was Jack S. And that's going to help him.
0: Oh, it's okay, okay, mean, okay. Do you understand
6: is a good what I'm point. saying? Like and it could that, that, that has been a lot. Because look what they did with Casey Anthony. They let her go because it, you know, it, it got confusing about her dad. They let her off. The jury did. Do you think, I could be wrong, but I think it I think it's could really help him if people don't just shut up about it, you know? And yet, I'm not saying go up the air or, or nothing like that, but people need to be careful about how they talk about this situation. you know, now since they've caught him, you ought to be mindful of it anyway.
0: Well, I know they're not listening to us fruit loops on here. I got a question. Uh, Do you think Susan should call right now? Susan is the one that wrote that email.
6: I don't know. What do you think?
0: I think she should call. I think
6: wow.
0: she can, I think she should call us. I'm, I'm trying to get her to call.
6: I hope she does, then.
0: I hope she, damn it, Susan, call us.
6: Right. No, no, not Come right forth, now.
0: Af- after this call, Susan, not right now. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, after. Yeah, no, she makes some yeah, good yeah, points. This is a topic I think is important now. Um, some I know some people who are here in the chat room, they're legal professionals, and, and I right. realized that we have a system and a, a jury selection process. Mm-hmm. And that is the only way I see him getting a fair trial. If you can call it a fair trial. Right. I, I don't know any, place well, you know, the
6: Moscow, be. if they get jurors from Moscow, think about how small that town is and think about how much it's been on the internet and how much they've watched television so far, you know, all the college, everyone has.
0: Imagine everybody's been frozen. I don't know a place to be able to go to.
6: Yeah, they'd have to uh, send it somewhere else. And the whole world knows about it.
0: They do. The whole world. You know, this
6: has really been a, a big thing every day since they caught him. It has been. You know, like Grizzly Bear, whatever her name is. She's from the Netherlands that has a YouTube station going on about him, you know, and having John Kelly and keep them on through you know we're detectives
0: I appreciate so, your calling in just, there's a, before I run out of time there's one more clip I want to play I want to fine. take a few more calls. Thank you so much for All calling. All right well in. I just
6: wanna to talk to you about it and everything. So and give you my two things lord. You were right. <laughs> yeah. Well you take care fine and up. let's just help they get yeah. him good, okay? I hope so. Thank you. All man. right bye, bye.
0: All right, Susan A., you have the floor.
1: So looking back at the uh, term following the homicides overnight in Moscow, Idaho, um, I did notice that he was was showing up to class a little late sometimes. He always had a coffee in hand. He always seemed to be just perpetually exhausted. Um, And most of that as a graduate student, that is not unusual. That is fairly normal. Um, It didn't raise any red flags at the time. And like everybody in a graduate program, there's a little bit of awkwardness. You're trying to fit in. You're trying to find your niece, and Brian Coble will fit in that. He was awkward. He was trying to fit in. He was trying to uh, get his inroad into this group and establish these social bonds with other members of the cohort. Um, but now looking back, in hindsight, having this these allegations come almost entirely out of left field, all of that feels less like normal trying to fit in, and it just... Feels unsettling.
0: So this was just somebody, and I played this because it's this some random guy who knew him. And so what? He was a graduate student. He seemed tired. He had coffee. What is the deal? He ate eggs in the morning. I mean, he didn't eat eggs. He was a vegan, right? But, I mean, come on, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know, but I played it for you guys because somebody sent it to me. And you know what? While we're waiting for Susan, 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 Susan. Right, I'm going to read some of the comments right here. Do you think anyone from the Steptone Village Apartments where the suspect lived parked his white Hyundai? Called it to the law enforcement. Are you guys all convinced that it was a white Hyundai now? True crime is the least watched genre on YouTube. There are millions of people who love their happy bubble and want to watch the news. Susan, I don't have time. I'm talking right now. Midnight Caller Line. This is Jerry.
3: Oh, this is Susan. What exactly is it that you want? Really? What is it? Because she just made a lot of lot of my points.
0: She made a lot of your points. I liked what she said about. Uh, and then there was the other thing. So
3: well, uh, there you go. Yeah, just no, no, seriously though. She
0: she made this one point really well. Oh, about us about people talking about it now. And that making the defense be able to come up with the argument. And I think they will, and I think it's unavoidable now that well it could have been Jack S. Look at all these people that thought it was Jack S. And that's a good point. Well,
3: it depends on Yeah, of course. They're going to have a strategy. I mean, I personally believe that they're going to have, um, the the prosecution is going to have a lot of problems with the collection, with the evidence collection. Then again, it's not New York city. So I don't know, you know, my, my, uh, email I guess was just to clarify the phone call that we had. They, I guess you you've had a stroke since then and um, I have a stroke every and don't remember. (laughs) I
0: had a a real bad night. I had some real bad nightmares.
3: Okay. I mean,
0: help me Susan, explain it to me one more time.
3: Cause I literally thought you were going to go back. If you were even, you know, Read this email, not on here, but if you were going to even. I loved it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, that. That. if I didn't like it, um, I wouldn't have read it. Well, I I do appreciate that. And I also know you got to fill some time. i just.
0: I got plenty of stuff to fill time with.
3: Okay. All right. All right. Um, so. Wait. Okay. What was the question? <laughs> I'm not drunk, people.
0: <laughs> I'm drinking mineral water, right. you guys are wondering. We were talking about your points. <laughs>
3: um. All right. My my oh, point, okay. well... You were talking about... A, I wanted to...
0: Clarify. Clarify. Here
3: we go. Like, no, well, okay, whatever. I, Let's my, clarify it. I wanted to clarify my previous phone call which I sounded like a freaking idiot. Um, Oh no.
0: That hasn't been verified whether you sounded like an idiot or not.
3: Well. Law enforcement um, hasn't
0: verified that yet.
3: Spit it out. I don't even know what he wants me to talk about.
0: (laughs) 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 You did good on your first okay, phone call. You did,
3: man. You really did say that you thought that this was going to go away. Um, that that after he was arrested, this news cycle. Let me read the email. You you had said, uh, nothing. You or any of these channels were saying that, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, I'm talking to you. Nothing you or any of these channels were saying would make much of a difference on, what is the name, fate in regard to the jury. And soon enough, another case will come along and mainstream media and other channels will move on. That's what you said.
0: Yes, I said that. Now, did I say that okay. in relation to his defense or in relationship to people blaming the Jacks?
3: No, it was in relation to the whole thing. Me, um, say, well, I don't know, Jacks, but um, it was in relation to me saying, could he get a fair trial? Lots of people on here, not on this channel necessarily, on youtube or wherever we're like thank the lord he's been caught um it, it's over the, you know the families can rest now and and I then i went on youtube in a couple of places really and just said hey maybe reserve judgment until you know at least he gets back into the state of idaho and get we can see the affidavit and see what kind of evidence they have and um people i don't know i don't i hate saying people because it's like sounds derogatory general yeah you know i get suspects suspects here on youtube i guess (laughs) um oh uh Uh, individuals, some individuals were just coming at me. I mean, I I never, I don't think I had ever turned my, uh, bell or notifications on when I got responses and maybe I did after that and I couldn't, it just wouldn't stop. They were like,
0: they were trolling you really bad. You told me that on that yeah. night. And then you came in this room, yeah. and it's like you and our chat room here have a special relationship where they're not trolling huh. you, but they're what are you goading oh, you. It's a okay. They they like no, joking I, with no, you. No, I like that. Yeah, it's it's actually I like really that funny. Kind of humor. It's really funny, and you know, and it's hard for me to keep a straight face. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey,
3: um, give it all you got, guys. Give me a, a yeah, all season, you got.
0: Susan and her, her okay. husband have a great sense of humor and I appreciate that. And I appreciate your email is really good. And I wanted to, I wanted to bring up that point. I'm going to bring it back, not your email, but the point up every now and then about, about the fair trial because I want us to be thinking about that as we go through the selection process. They do. We're not going to hear much about that, but when the trial starts, this is something we can look about, look at. So well, I, I heard, okay. I heard from a, Wait. go ahead.
3: I'm sorry. I'm I heard hurt.
0: from Joe Kenda, um, if you guys know that is, a detective for the Colorado Springs for like 30 years, 25, 30 years. And he said that if – he doesn't have to have a jury trial, by the way. He said that if you are guilty, if you are guilty, the best thing to do is ask for a jury trial because you can play on the –
3: He can have a – Yeah, a, a judge –
0: or he could have a judge. He goes, but if you're guilty, right, it's best to ask for a jury because you can play on their sympathies. But if you're innocent, it's best to ask for a judge because the judge is usually more lenient on the, the um, how much time he makes you serve on the actual penalty phase.
3: Well, if they go for the death penalty, I mean...
0: Now, is the death there, penalty automatically you know, a it, jury?
3: It's not... Well, I don't know because I live in a different state. You're not so legal I expert
0: tonight.
1: Just I, like I would be the able media. to.
3: I mean, if it's the death penalty, then you have. I mean, there's no. You gotta go for a trial, pretty much, unless it you have some type of insanity defense, uh, which would mean that you would have to uh, show only at that time. At that time you were I mean I guess someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh at the time you were insane. Not just overall. You can't just have, you know, major depressive disorder and call in to random YouTube stations and just keep crazy yeah. schizophrenia and call in and uh no um you can't just have an overall problem and then get off you know um so, he ha- he would have to show that he was he was insane at the time of the murder absolutely i, I mean didn't know what he was uh, doing that's basically all i got
0: didn't know the difference between right or wrong um and that right. would keep him from the death penalty but it still wouldn't be a good place to be i got a question for you in your legal analysis from the chat room here since you're my legal expert tonight just right. as qualified as anybody on the mainstream media. It says, do you think that Cole Berger will defend himself in court?
3: You mean like Ted Bundy? No. Just, that's exactly uh, well, what they're asking. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends you, you, on how charming he is. You
0: said, I heard that he was horrible.
3: Ted Bundy? No. I believe he was. No, not Ted Bundy. Oh.
0: That uh, Cole Berger was a horrible person is what I heard.
3: Well, I mean, on. you can hear that I'm a terrible person, but who are you hearing it from? That's, that's part of my point. I mean, but it is. It's part of my point. It's like you hear that he's a vegan. Well, you heard it from some blonde lady on News Nation that talked to his aunt of marriage. She's now divorced. And she said four years ago that she had to buy new pots and pans because he told her to. Wow. And that is, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, the only source that he was a vegan. Now, I mean, it may be where, I mean, he may may have gotten it somewhere else. I don't know. People may have a, gotten it somewhere else. I think he has a public defender right now yes, he does. only because he's in Pennsylvania and he'll get a, um, Mark Garagos or something. Jose Baez to come and swoop in and get the, uh, media, media attention. I don't know. Jose Baez, maybe, maybe a good hire. He, he's had, um, two successful trials. So I mean, successful. You know, in his.
0: It sounds like you have a lot of doubt in. It sounds like you have a lot of doubt in your mind.
3: In regard to this person,
0: yes. Brian
3: Koberger.
0: Into um, the not just the person, but in the information about the ability for defense and a.
3: I don't well. I'm not a big fan of. Um, I'm not a big fan of the way that they handled. I, I mean, I've said this time and time and time again. I'm not a fan of the way they handled the crime scene. I've seen. I mean, the other day when they went into his apartment, I mean, and and I heard this from this information, like right where I'm about to tell you, um, came from an expert on another channel. So this isn't my knowledge. I'm not, I want to credit the CSI person, but he said that. He believed that the prosecutor was there during the search of Brian Coburger's apartment, and that they were wearing booties. And I and I saw that as well. But they weren't wearing like the full suits. And the prosecutor that has the beard wasn't wearing any type of beard beard net. I mean, and that's something like. Santa Claus prosecutor, I guess they call him. But that's something because, you know, those are hairs that can get, you know, in other places, you know, you can collect that. You can that's this gonna contaminate the crime scene. And why is he there anyway? Why you know, why is he there anyway right now?
0: The prosecutor?
3: Yeah. Why is he at the search? Why are there more than two people in a, in a search of someone's tiny two-bedroom, one-bedroom apartment? Why? Why are there more than two people inside that place? I, I mean, they, it was like they couldn't even get in. It seemed like there were too many people on that standing on those stairs. It was like, um. All nobody could get in, they were it was like they were in line for the teacup ride at Disney World, we're all going and for yeah, Ron. yeah, Barbara or Liz. Yes, Liz, it was on duty. Ron,
0: duty. Ron did say that,
3: yes, but duty. Ron also was the person that that um didn't like what i said it was the when we talked it was in new york remember i said new york city police officer wasn't very kind to me when i pointed out hey maybe you shouldn't maybe you should reserve judgment instead of calling him an evil, evil monster considering you know you were once a public official." I didn't say he didn't take that. I was, to
0: that. He didn't take Kylie to that.
3: Oh no. He said something like, this is my channel last time I checked and I'm the host. And I mean, I, I apologize. And then I went ahead and apologized. You know, I said, I'm sorry if I stepped over the line. Here's $2. I gave him $2. So <laughs> I mean, I just said what I thought it was I, you know, I spoke my mind and, and he wrote me, um, on the channel. And then also, I don't know, is there a way to write somebody privately in YouTube or not? I don't know. Somehow I got,
0: uh, he could have mentioned your name and would have sent it to you.
3: I don't know. I'm not sure it may be in a, maybe it was in a different thread. I put it in like the main thread and uh, for, for that channel for the, for the video. And then later, maybe, maybe it was later on. I, I don't know. It doesn't, I gave him two bucks. So, and I said, I was sorry. It is his show. He can say whatever he wants. It's true. I just didn't think that it was, you know, in my if opinion. If you don't
0: hear other opinions, you might as well just have your little show in front of the mirror, right? I mean, come on. I I mean, I'm not
3: going to – I yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm not here for – I personally am not here for my own opinion. Most of the times I don't have one. I just – I just sit
3: here. Well, I have too many. So the evil evens out. We even out. It's cool. Look at that. I could be your co host. No, I'm go. just kidding. No. No.
0: You don't know what happened. You happens
3: saw how it the went the first time, the second time, this time. I'm interrupting you way too much. Just want to hear myself talk is probably what Matt would say.
0: I'm waiting for mo- is it more a totally people- different room. I'm waiting for more people in the chat room to start roasting you, but they're not.
3: Oh, I'm. I'm sure they will. They're telling
0: me I should yell at you so I could get $2.
3: No, just kidding. (laughs) They didn't
0: say that. I said that. I do have some more information Uh, I want to go over, though. But
3: Okay. Well, I didn't even get to read my email. No. Well, can I tell you, though, the last part of my email, which I thought was, I kind of wanted to hear what people thought. And maybe because this is – I feel like where we're heading, so it's not necessarily about this case. So if that's a problem, maybe we could save it for another time. But it is about the justice system and social media. So maybe another time, I guess. If you got, if you don't have the time,
0: I don't. What are you? You're talking oh, I'm about. I'm
3: talking about which which my email. Yeah, no, no, about the, the email.
0: But you said the last part. Is that where it says additional The point? last
3: part. Where it says, uh, "I suppose what I'm what I'm trying to say." God, I hope there's a point to all this. I don't think this is going away so easily. And sadly, social media is creeping into the justice system more and more. To that point, it's drawing out protesters, bullhorn Betty, etc. And maybe even scarring a jury uh scare I'm sorry, scaring a jury into voting guilty for fear they may be skewered on YouTube. Or oh and then or some type of new social media implanted in our brains made from moon rocks. <laughs> that was that was that was a joke of course.
0: You know, I remember jury trials before the the trial would be over and the names of the jurors wouldn't be released. But now after a jury trial, the names of the jurors are everywhere. Some of them write a book and the other ones are giving interviews and are on social media talking about it.
3: Right. And and that was in, in the other caller I thought it was great. She brought up Casey Anthony. And I thought that was, I don't know, I haven't been paying attention as much, probably as I should if I'm going to talk about this, but Casey Anthony, I thought was one of the biggest uh, social media slash huge trials um, It involved social media and it involved MySpace, So it was in its in- infancy, but now we're going to see one that involves, and he was on Reddit. So can that be introduced? You know, things like that, um, where will it go? Will the jurors, like like I said, will they, and and this is like O.J. Simpson, but that was about something different. Um, Will they vote in one way because they're afraid they're going to get, you know, The rest of the country will hate them and then they'll be all over Facebook and, you know, whether or not they they release their names or not. I don't know. I'm sure you know that they're going to find out who they are. Look, people found out who these boyfriend, you know, all of these other people were. Just from grainy photos, they (laughs) apparently you found the killer just by an A.I. (laughs) So um, that's all. That was what I was saying is that I think it will be interesting to see how this plays out um, now that we're in an even heightened state of social media, I guess. I guess I guess. I guess that's my point when I wrote this when we started out this stupid
0: I think that's a good point. I think um I think there needs to be new laws to protect jurors, but I know that me in a million years I would not oh, talk about
3: people. I'm sorry.
0: You, you read that sorry. too. Again the jokes. Yes I did. It's the jokes.
3: I did, no. That wasn't a joke. I don't think so. I don't it might think not it have been a, a funny one,
0: but it, I think it was a joke. It was. I no, hope it was none not. of the good people. I'm sorry. It was none of the quality people. It's okay.
3: If I'm not, see, that's why I did say I did you, warn people that was gonna they were gonna be bored. You were the that one. It was like a I'm the one that asked you.
0: I'm the one that asked you to come up here both times. So okay. it's, it's all on me. Okay, I'm sorry. You were, you were kicking us. You
3: okay you you, you had a I thought take full and responsibility
0: I um I had a thought yeah so you, you somebody here on uh, social media they're not allowed they're not supposed to go after the jurors after a trial they're not supposed to talk about them they're not supposed to bring their names up they're not supposed to dox them or there could be really great charges brought against them so you bring up good points. And that's something that we're going to have to see when this comes out and maybe some laws will be changed. I don't know, but I, I appreciate your calling. And if you have send an email again that you don't want me to read, just say, don't read this Jerry. And I okay. But I thought it was a good one. I, just, to I wasn't sure
3: if you could get through it um, before the show. I mean, it was like, you know, 18 pages. It was like a thesis.
0: It was uh, one of those <laughs> On emails. I, I read it first and I'm, I understand it later.
3: all right right. uh thank you very
0: much thank you have a good night okay bye try to unchain your husband all right so i'm going to move along here and i'm going to play the good stuff now that we got all the trolls away all right i've got i am filled up my email's filled up so i'm going to read this idaho family speaks as black sheep background services of course that's just a headline of it but the family is urging the public to refrain from judgment and to presume he's innocent this is more info about his background starts to surface including the notion he was a black sheep in his field of study understanding the criminal mind although that's what they said and there they're saying oh that's not what they're saying down here the coberger family a statement from the Kohlberger family was just released and obtained by TMZ. Okay. Here it is. First and foremost, we care deeply for the four families who have lost their precious children. There are no words that can adequately express the sadness we feel, and we pray each day for them. We will continue to let the legal process unfold. As a family, we will love and support our son and brother. The Kohlberger family adds, We have fully cooperated with law enforcement agencies in an attempt to seek the truth and it promotes presumption of innocence rather than judge unknown facts and make erroneous assumptions. We respect privacy in this matter, as our family and the family suffering loss can move forward through the legal process. In other words, they're standing by, oh, oh uh nothing burger. And like everyone else, they wanna see they wanna see what exactly prosecutors have against him that makes them believe he's a killer. The time of this comes on the hills of a troubling profile that's emerging, one of an outsider who was obsessive over dissecting the mind of a murderer to a T. The New York Times spoke to a handful of Brian's former classmates and colleagues while he attended DeSales University and Washington State University, pursuing degrees in criminology. By most accounts, he was deeply entrenched in his major, but to a point that it was off-putting and combative, which reportedly led to conflict in his life. There are two specific antidotes to paint a picture of this type of person. He was in academia, both of which happened at WSU. In one instance, a former classmate of his tells the Times that Nothingburger once got into a heated discussion with another fellow PhD student about a criminology concept and was accused of mansplaining to the woman. She got so upset over the conversation that she left the class leaving behind personal items. Nothing Burger was a TA at WSU, but a student who was in one of the classes who helped teach says he avoided eye contact with them all. and was supposedly a harsh grader leaving extensive notes in their papers. It got so bad the students complained en masse. The same student also claims that in the fall, around the time of the Idaho murders, Cole Berger loosened up on grading and stopped leaving notes in their papers altogether. There are other accounts of Nothing Burger being highly engaged in discussions about criminology. And the New York times piece also notes he was under the tutelage of professors who focused on serial killers and gruesome crimes. The story points out that many of the decels in WSU viewed him as a quiet awkward and on his own wall also overly intrigued with curriculum. So that is what his family says. And of course, what are they going to say? Let's wait to see what happens. Uh, and it has been reported today, we went over it earlier, that he is waiving extradition. So he's going to go back. He says he wants to face trial. Okay. And I found out who Charlie D'Amelio was. D'Amelio. Charlie D'Amelio. Okay. it's Someone that looked like Charlie D'Amelio. And I'm going through my emails now for those of you that are going to timestamp this. Hey, I'm telling you, Wendell, this is a good opportunity for you because you can put whatever caption you want. Like this this is a point where Jerry embarrasses himself or this is when he talks to Caller Larry. I mean, you can make it whatever you wanted, right? This is where Jerry tells a lame joke. Alright, so I'm going through my emails, and I think I got some breaking news for you guys. As soon as I do, I'm going to break out with it. If you guys still want to call in, there's still time. A lot of people are sending me their Reddit account. about reddit information and we can go ahead and check reddit by the way okay i told you guys. for those of you who watch my all right play
7: this for you real quick
0: i alluded to it before
7: video of the caller on the podcast. Um, I believe that's him. Uh, It sounds exactly like him in my opinion. Um, I sent it to my brother. He said that Brian usually spoke with more clarity and certainty. Um, So he can't be 100% sure if he believes that's him, but I think it sounds exactly like him. Um, And then regarding of the video of the relative um, who posted um, with the reflection of them in their
0: Midnight Caller line, this is Jerry. Who am I speaking to? You hung up
7: on me. Top, um, Josco, I think was the name. Um, I don't think that sounds like him. Um, I don't think, I mean, I must've watched that video a hundred times over and I cannot seem to focus on anything in the reflection that won't give it away. Um, I don't think it sounds like him either. Um, but again, I, uh, my brain is mush right now, so it it could be, it couldn't be, but I really, honest to God, don't think it sounds like him. Um,
0: all right. So I got more for you guys. I got Mo. Reminds me of a song by Billy Idol in the midnight hour. More, more, more. I'm not going to sing it. And I don't have the license to play it, although we're working on that. So for those of you that have joined our membership, welcome aboard. I want to let you know that I'm still programming the Discord server. should be done by tomorrow. It's taking me a little bit longer. Also, I'll be working on uh, some exclusive videos, getting them out. I will not be on tomorrow, so I'm going to take a day off tomorrow. So there won't be any videos coming out. I got a phone call and me answer it. Midnight caller line. This is Jerry. What do you got for us?
8: Welcome aboard. Jerry, can you
0: hear me? I hear you, but could you do me a favor and mute your TV or your computer?
8: Got gotcha. you. Happy New Year, bro. Hey, real quick. Did you not so the girl that was just talking? Yeah. I don't I don't know what audio video she was referring to. But have you heard the audio from Evil Exists?
0: What did what did they play?
8: Where where the the caller has a cell phone to his laptop and is giving his theory of the murders.
0: Yes, we played that last night and I, I didn't,
8: oh, you get, did. it. I didn't okay. get it. I oh.
0: didn't get it from Evil Exists, but I had that footage. I played it and we looked at it and to me it looked like the reflection was Brian Kohlberger
8: but uh yeah def- definitely
0: she was talking def- about definitely. that right there she was talking about that yeah
8: and another thing that stood out was the fact that the way he was describing of, you know i'm pretty sure he went over it so i missed it but how clean and quietly and how one of them tried to get away and he stabbed him and he like threw him back and he landed on top of her nah that's definitely him
0: Um I'm sorry, say that again. I missed that last part.
8: Yeah, well, the, the the part where he said that one of the one of the girls Tried to get away mm-hmm. and he vigorously vigorously uh, stabbed her uh-huh. and kinda threw her back on the bed and landed on top of her. Right. There's there's no way no matter who he knows in the police department or FBI, they're gonna leave that information.
0: You're you're right. What he said, it didn't match up with anything at all. And when I, we originally played that two or three weeks ago, if you look back. And, uh, again, if you want to look at all of our videos, we have a folder with all of them in there, a playlist from one to, I think we're on 30-something now, but, but it was in there. And at first I ruled it out because I'm, I thought there's no way he would have got this information from being the family of a a law enforcement officer. And at the time we were laughing at how goofy the guy was because you could see his reflection in his phone and you could see him notice he was on there and he kind of jerked back and moved it. But then once I saw the picture of Brian Kohlberger, I was like, oh my gosh, that looks like it might be him. This is his friend. She said she listened to his voice and she didn't, she doesn't think it's him, but she can't really tell. But she said she does think that was him calling the podcast.
8: Yeah, definitely. Same hairline, same ears, eye sockets. I mean...
0: It looked the same to me. Part
8: the, yeah, definitely. But, and who's going to have that information? It was so good help.
0: I can take that footage, and uh, I, I think I'll do that for you. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow, and I'll play it. I'm going to be off tomorrow, but I'll play it on a Tuesday show. And... um. Yeah, I can take I that video and I can shoulder. turn it into a negative so you guys can see the line on lines on the face better. Sure, sure. I can yeah. see if I can alter it to yeah. make
8: I see it better. I'll try that. I think um, they, they have enough DNA with, with the Hyundai, and hopefully there's uh, DNA inside of the car. Uh, everything else just falls into place of how he could have met the girls at, at the cafe with him being a allegedly a vegan um, just they, they need to find that nice and that nice can be like you said he, he could have grinded it up but it's a long way from Moscow to, to Pennsylvania passing state by state and then you got the the mountains up in the Poconos
0: you know that's one thing that he said in that video too He he talked about it being a sharp long
8: serrated hunting knife yeah he also said something about the the, what's the tip of it called? Sheath? There's no The sheath of it might have broken off or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's no way at all he would know about the level of serration on the knife. I mean, uh, K-Bar is not that serrated, I don't think.
8: Yeah. I just wanted to call in and let you know that I I missed a couple of your shows due to the whole New Year's uh, family thing and everything, but I hope you had a good New Year and uh, I'll keep listening.
0: All right, so let me tell you that, since you brought it up on the New Year's, on the comments below, I put a link to right where we start talking about all this stuff. So you missed a New Year's show? Uh, Yes. Okay, well, I put a link to it, right? If you click that link, it'll start playing the part where I'm just talking about the new evidence. And there's one thing I want you to look at. You can fast-forward it till you see the pictures. But there was a serial killer by the last name of Duncan in Idaho uh, about a decade ago. And him and Brian look very similar. So I put the no picture. Way. Yeah, I put the picture of the AI side by side, and then I put a picture of that other serial killer side by side from Idaho, and they look like they could have been brothers.
8: So, yeah, check no that out. No way. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, wow, this is – that's crazier and crazier.
0: It doesn't make any sense, but it's true. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it.
8: All right, buddy. Have a good night.
0: like to thank that caller for calling and go through more of my emails while well, I'm going through these emails try to not let them back up you guys can call in and we'll talk about it okay this is the one I wanted to show you I gotta be careful
4: and new details about
0: I'm not going to show I gotta be real careful about this see so here in the YouTube world, I can play these clips and it's under fair use. And like Ashley Banfield, uh, News Nation, Fox, all those—they respect that because we bring them massive ratings in an area they would normally get it. Because I link all the videos and they can, you guys can go and click the videos later and watch them. But CNN, who has the worst ratings and just had to fire, you know, a lot of their staff, they like to do. Um, strikes on us and it's one of the things that drives our ratings down so got to be really careful that's why we don't use nobody hardly ever plays cnn because they're crap but i'll play a little bit of this because that's some really good information
4: about the suspect charged in the deaths of four university of idaho students seven weeks ago CNN has learned that Brian Koberger's father was with him as he drove cross-country from Washington State to Pennsylvania. Police were tracking him the entire time. The suspect's lawyer speaking to CNN about the four murder counts his client is facing.
7: He's doing okay. Uh, he...
0: So let me reiterate that. The, they followed him when he was with his father from Washington State to Pennsylvania, not when he was at the murders, not that his father picked him up there. That's what I just heard. So if somebody's misconstruing that as his father being there and picking him up from the murders, that's different. And maybe there is some se- separate information for that, but that's not what I heard.
1: Shocked a little bit. Um, obviously, he's calm right now. This is the attorney of the father. Uh, you know, we don't really know much about the case.
4: Now your client is highly educated, very intelligent. He has to appreciate the seriousness of what is happening right now.
5: Oh absolutely.
1: he, he is very intelligent.
0: So we had questions about the father being in the picture for the family at all, because most of these serial killers, over 95% of the time, they're not. But in this case, his father looks like he was maybe partially.
1: Uh, In my hour conversation with him, that comes off. Uh, I can tell that, Uh, and he understands where we are right now.
4: Investigators honed in on Koberger by tracking his car and through DNA evidence, according to law enforcement sources. CNN's go. Veronica Miracle has more on the relief that many are feeling in Idaho. There has been such a sense of relief in this community now that the suspect has been arrested. Of course, it doesn't change the fact that four gruesome murders took place in this scene. Senior-
0: I believe that's all the new information they have. Thank you, CNN. Credit goes to CNN. I won't... Uh. I guess I'll put a link in the description. All right. This is one I kind of want to read. This is a really good email. I think I'm going to read it, but of course I'm going to leave it anonymous. Happy New Year. I have digested so much content the last few days, I decided to give pause and think how I was feeling. There have been multiple public apologies to the popular suspects, including Jack D and Jack S. Insults from mainstream media have been hurled at internet sleuth communities and returned by those communities alleging narrative control. It's insanity. Then I realized something that made sense and helped explain how I felt today. We all wanted it to be someone who made sense. Jack D made sense. We could all wrap our heads around it and it made and it made things a little less terrifying. Even Jack S could make sense because the alternative was as Kaylee's mom put it was the boogeyman. And then it pretty much turns out she was right. And now I'm just angry. Today, right now, as I type this, I'm angry. For those four kids who died at the hands of the boogeyman, how do we we wrap our heads around that? Warm regards. That was a good email because that encapsulates how I'm feeling and I'm sure many of you might be feeling the same way. All right, I got a little bit more time if you guys want to call me anymore. If you have any more, anything else you want to talk about, if you have some breaking information that you've heard somewhere else that I did not bring up today, then we can go over that. I brought up the CNN article about his Hyundai. Let me go back to that real quick. Okay. Verify it one more time for you guys. You guys aren't talking about it not being a Hyundai anymore, but I do want to go over this. That's right. We will know so much on Tuesday, which I will be back on Tuesday at 5 p.m. All right, let's go over this one more time. Just just one little snippet, one little snippet. Authorities narrowed their focus. All right. Authorities narrowed their focus to Cole Berger after tracing his ownership of a white Hyundai Elantra seen in the area of the killings, according to two law enforcement sources briefed on the investigation. So he, does, he did own the white Hyundai Elantra. Genetic genealogy helped investigators identify the suspect, a source with knowledge of the case said. DNA found in Idaho was taken through a specific database to find potential matches for family members. Once potential family matches were found, subsequent investigative work by law enforcement led to the identification of Cole Berger, according to the source. The suspect drove across country in the white car to his parents' house, according to another law enforcement source. Sometime right before Christmas, we were zeroing in on him being in or going to Pennsylvania. Wow. So that's when they followed him and the father. An FBI surveillance team from Philly has been tracking him for four days in the area where he was arrested. While he's being watched, investigators from Moscow Police Department, the Idaho Police Homicide Bureau, and the FBI worked with prosecutors to develop sufficient probable cause to obtain the warrant. Once the arrest warrant was issued, the Pennsylvania State Police and the FBI made the arrest. James Fry said at the news conference, the launch had been located. They're still looking for the knife used in the killings. He didn't reveal any additional details. I'd like to thank you all for joining me once again. For those of you that might be interested in a membership for Midnight Radio, for those of you that are in the chat room, I have it pinned up above. You can check that out and see what that entails. For those of you that are interested, once you join to get a bowl of Fruit Loops? You can check out our community page, and I'll let you know what it's all about. We have the... As soon as I get off here, we'll go back to programming our Discord. Everything's going very well. We'll be able to talk about things that might not be polite to talk about in front of proper company there in the discord once you become a member level two and above and our writing classes, our first classes will start real soon. We'll keep you updated on that. I'd like to thank you all so much. This show, this is your show and the fact that you guys provide what we go over the things we talk about come directly from you. So thank you very much. I will be off tomorrow. I will not be doing a broadcast tomorrow, but I will be back Tuesday until then. All my best. For those of you that were here last night, you were wondering what number two was, because I went to the one, which was being rude, and the two was...